is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday morning, November the 28th, 2022. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Ate lots of turkey and trimmings, enjoyed the time off, all the football games that were on TV. It's a great time of the year. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast, where we affirm America. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. These are your top five headlines starting out this new week. Let's start off with headline number five. Chinese citizens protest COVID lockdowns from the National Review. Protests across China on Saturday in opposition to Chinese Communist Party leadership amidst the ongoing regime-imposed COVID-19 lockdowns. The most recent wave of unrest was triggered after an apartment fire in the capital of the far western region of Xinjiang killed 10 people and injured nine people late last week. The incident triggered public outrage as it was believed that the mobility restrictions in the area either trapped the residents or slowed the dispatch of emergency services. Ian Bremer, Chinese citizens in Shanghai shouting for freedom, first time Xi's ever encountering anything like this. This is very good news for those of you that believe in freedom and democracy and liberty and free speech, because China has been a, uh, a country that is opposed to free speech. It's a dictarian, totalitarian, and a very much communist party and country. And the fact that the people are rising up against the COVID restrictions, I mean, it's just a terrible country is how they treat the Uyghurs and how they have treated the COVID lockdowns, where they actually bolt the doors closed, where people are locked in their homes and can't get out to get food. People are dying in their homes because of this very strict COVID lockdown requirements. It's, it's horrendous. And the fact that uh, 10 people died because they couldn't get out of their homes and nine other people were injured is creating a, a stir like China has never, ever seen before. And we only hope that uh, it will continue and that the Chinese dictatorship will fall and that we can see freedom ring in the huge nation of China. All right, headline number four. From CNN, daylight savings time is racist. When everything is racist, nothing is racist. Fox News, a recent online article from CNN argued that daylight savings time disproportionately affects the sleep and health of minority communities. The piece published on Friday by CNN health reporter Jacqueline Howard, argued that daylight savings time often disrupts sleep, throws off people's circadian rhythms, and can contribute to general health problems. And since people of color have a higher number of health problems, this means observing daylight savings time is more dangerous for them. 
CNN, growing evidence shows that lack of sleep and sleep disorders such as obstructive sleep apnea remain more prevalent in black, Asian, and Hispanic or Latino communities, and these inequities can have long-term detrimental implications for physical health, even raising the risk of certain chronic diseases. All right, well, you know, CNN is just a a racist uh, news channel because everything they talk about is all uh, around racism, that everything is racism. I mean, a potato chip would be considered racism from CNN's eyes. And the fact that they're targeting daylight savings time, changing the clock one hour, is going to create some kind of a major health problem for minority communities. just shows you how crazy these people have become and how they look through rose-colored glasses and how they see everything as racist. It just continues to stoke the racism issue. It doesn't uh, dissolve it. It doesn't solve it. It just makes it more prevalent, more upfront, and it just becomes, uh, you know, it it becomes a non-issue because, as it's mentioned, everything is racist, then nothing is racist. It's just, uh, it's just, it's never-ending, and you can never solve problems by always making everything a racist issue. So, CNN, another check mark showing you how racist you really are. All right, headline number three. Biden eases sanctions on Venezuela and allows Chevron to pump oil from Venezuelan fields. U.S. said it would allow Chevron Corporation to resume pumping oil from its Venezuelan oil fields after President Nicolas Maduro's government and an opposition coalition agreed to implement an estimated $3 billion humanitarian relief program and continue dialogue on efforts to hold free and fair elections. The new license granted by the Treasury Department permits Chevron to pump Venezuelan oil for the first time in years. Bloomberg, the sanctions relief comes after Norwegian mediators announced the restart of political talks between President Nicolas Maduro and the opposition this weekend. The license should do little to alleviate an energy crisis that has sparked inflation and slowed growth across the globe, but advances the political agenda with aim to set conditions for Venezuela's 2024 presidential elections. Again, this is just shameful for the Biden administration to allow for Chevron to pump oil in Venezuela and not allow it to be pumped here. Just shows us where these guys' heads are, what they're uh, concerned about is not the American people. They're more concerned about a dictator in Venezuela, and they're allowing for them to pump oil But here in the U.S., uh, it's a no-go. So uh, Biden's administration has just got their priorities completely wrong, upside down. They always have. Joe Biden has never been on the right side of any issue in his entire career. And this is just another example of how out of touch he is and why the American people voted him in. And they're going to get exactly what they asked for. All right, headline number two, Biden looks to ban assault rifles. Town Hall, President Joe Biden and his Democrat constituents are threatening to take America's Second Amendment away by attempting to pass a bill that would ban assault rifles during the lame duck session before the next Congress forms. On Thanksgiving, Biden reiterated his support for stricter gun laws, saying that it is ridiculous that red flag laws were not being enforced throughout the country. Reporter Gabriella Hoffman, them, Biden doesn't support gun confiscation. You're paranoid and opposed to sensible gun reforms and safety. Him. Assault weapons are semi-automatic and therefore should be banned because it's sick people 
lawfully purchase them. All right, so uh, again, every time there's a shooting, the, the first thing, it's a knee-jerk reaction. Government wants to get in there and pass some kind of a law. And the, the laws never work. I mean, Chicago is a prime example. They have the, some of the strictest gun laws in the entire nation. Yes, they have the highest murder rate anywhere. They don't look at the other obvious issues like mental health issues. They don't look at things like the criminal justice system and how they are advocating for cashless bail or defunding the police, or even the fact that uh, you have uh, Hollywood that uses guns in every single movie that's an action-packed movie. They like to blow things up, use guns, shoot people. There's no pushback on those types of things, which create just a desensitization of the use of violence and guns. So they just want to pass a law to get rid of guns. Well, you might want to start with Hollywood to get rid of guns out of all movies if you're going to get rid of guns from some law. Why don't you start there? Put a little pressure on the far left, leftist Hollywood. Talks about guns as being such a big issue, yet they use them in every single movie, and they shoot them up and bang them up everywhere. Let's uh, look at some other areas instead of always looking to pass more laws which are, are not effective. They've proven that they don't work. All right, headline number one. Republican-controlled Congress looks to rein in reckless spending by the Biden administration. Town Hall, the Biden administration has spent and printed a reckless amount of money since entering office in January of 2020. Nearly $4 trillion has been spent in just 18 months President Joe Biden has been in the White House, fueling the reason why inflation remains at a 40-year high and the economy is quickly heading down a black hole. From Newsmax, I like to remind people the power of the purse strings resides with the House. Gonzalez told Newsmax Friday evening, the way Gonzalez sees it, the House Republicans, old and new, need to take decisive action in Congress right off the bat and force a cap on the Democrats' exorbitant spending. All right, now the ball's in the Republicans' hands. Let's see if they can get off their duffs and act and do what they should do, cut the spending, put a kibbutz on this Biden administration's radical spending and printing of money. Let's see if they're not the uniparty. Let's see if they're not going to do the exact same thing the Democrats have because they have been supporting a lot of these ridiculous spending bills over in the past. Even during the last 18 months, they passed these huge spending bills. So it's a, it's a problem on both sides of the, of the aisle. I'm sorry. It's not just a Democratic issue. Politicians in general need to stop the spending. They need to stop wasting money sending money off to Ukraine when they're not even concerned about our own border. A lot of issues here, folks, and we need to put the Republicans' feet to the fire. You need to call your representatives. you got to let them know that you want them to stop spending our hard-earned tax money. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday morning. Thank you very much for joining us this morning on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.